Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour here 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And we do so with the man himself, the one and only Brady Quinn. I was just going back looking through some of the uh, the tape on Trevor Lawrence, and I was thinking about all the hits he was taking last night. Uh, gosh, man, I, I do not miss that, even though I, I said this to you before. There is nothing better than standing in the pocket, delivering an absolute strike, and then getting hit and then getting back up and being like, yeah, is that your best? Is that all you got? You know, saying one of those things to a guy. Yeah. And then other side note from the game, uh, the Marquez Callaway touchdown, the amazing pass by Winston, perfect spot, uh, great one-handed catch. Uh, that was also pass interference by Shaq Griffin on that play, which I, I don't believe there was a flag thrown because I think we were all enamored by the catch, by the throw, but kind of went under the radar. That was, by without a doubt, Shaq Griffin tackled Callaway on that catch. Yeah, and, um, you know, the news just continues to get a little bit worse for uh, Jacksonville. Uh, this, according to Ian Rappaport uh, a few moments ago, uh, that Travis Etienne, obviously the first-round ba- draft pick of the Jags out of Clemson, uh, he was spotted on crutches after the game. He suffered a Liz Frank injury, and he will have further tests today, a source said. X-rays were negative, so the belief is it's just a sprain, but exams, exams today will determine how long he's been out, or how long he's going to be out. You've uh, obviously had the Liz 
Travis Frank. Uh, not ideal start to the uh, NFL career for uh, Travis Etienne. No, especially not a running back. And just for people who don't know, uh, 2009, I was running up the sidelines, had a defender uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs back when I was playing with the Browns, land on my foot, broke a bone, tore my, my Liz Frank ligament. And, you know, after that season, they, I had to go on IR. And after that season, they gave me some advice saying, hey, you can just cast this and it'll heal and you'll be able to play uh, and so forth afterwards. Now, that, that wasn't great medical advice. Uh, they ended, the Browns ended up trading me. And uh, at that point in time, I got to Denver realizing I should have had surgery, but wasn't in a position at that point to then want to sit out six months, which is about the recovery process for having surgery for that injury. So played with it to the best of my ability, eventually got surgery, couldn't have been happier to get surgery, but there is no doubt, depending on the severity of it and and what's taken place, it's going to take a while for him to come back and have an impact. Um, and, and also on top of that, it, it, you know, you could, he could re-injure it. He could make it worse if he comes back too soon. So they're going to have to be delicate with it, uh, especially if he ends up making it worse because it, it's something that really could impact the rest of his career. And we tend to forget he was a first-round pick too. You know, they, they took Trevor Lawrence one. Yeah. Etan was the other player that they took at the back end of the first round. Yeah, uh, and he was taken one spot after uh, Najee Harris. Uh, so they went running back, running back in the first round of the draft. Uh, and look – I, I, I don't I don't have proof of this other than I just see some of the bias and some of the coverage. People are rooting for Urban Meyer to fail in the media. I, I think if you were to actually take a poll of media members, I think majority of the media is rooting for Urban Meyer to fail. I honestly do. I, I think it's for a couple of reasons. I've said this to you before. I think NFL reporters, and I know enough to know this, Uh, don't like when you get these college guys who come up to the NFL level and have success. And, and part of the reason why they don't is they feel like it's, you know, they have to cover the, it's a different game. They cover it differently, but really they don't have those relationships with those college coaches and college coaches can run their school, their team probably more as a, a little bit more as a dictatorship than, than you get when you get to the NFL level. Players are paid more. They've got more empowerment, branding, marketing, all these things. And, you know, the information is the information. You can withhold a lot more at the college level than you can at the NFL level. Uh, you can make and determine a lot more things at the college level than you can at the NFL level because if you've paid a guy a bunch of money, guess what? He's going to play. And it doesn't necessarily work like that at the college level. So there's, there's a bunch of reasons you could list out. But I think it's also the fact that they don't want to have to worry about developing a relationship with a coach that they don't know that well, that someone else probably has the inside scoop, that someone else is going to get that information for, you know, from that coach first before them. And, it, and it's probably hard to you know, re, you know, develop those sorts of relationships or you know, go back through the motions again of getting to, to know a new head coach that you've never met before that's from the college ranks. I think all those things play a factor. Mm. Speaking of coaches, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, uh, outkick the coverage here at Fox Sports Radio. According to uh, Vic Tafer, who covers the Raiders for The Athletic, does a great job. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, John Gruden reached out to the Bears in March about trying to reacquire Khalil Mack. Now, terms of the deal. (laughs) 
right. Terms of the deal or the proposed deal were not disclosed, so we don't know what exactly the offer was. The Bears said, uh, said, you know, no, it's not, uh, you know, we're not interested. And sort of the the rationale was part of the this is not just that, you know, the Raiders needed help and, and were interested in a pass rusher, but also the fact that the Bears were having salary cap problems. It, it's part of the reason why Kyle Fuller is now no longer a Bear and he's on the Denver Broncos. And I, I can't wait to have a conversation about that defense and what it's going to look like moving forward. But um, they, they felt like maybe the Bears would be in a spot to want to part ways with Khalil Mack. Uh, it did not happen. But nonetheless, uh, the story is out there, according to Vic Tafer, that John Gruden did call up the Bears uh, in March to see about reacquiring Khalil Mack, Brady Quinn. How about that? I just, I'm not sure who this, this looks worst for in, Both? in this whole conversation. The Raiders, the Bears, Khalil Mack. I mean, look, when, when you're a desired commodity in the NFL, it's a good thing. But in this case, okay, so the Raiders didn't want to give him the contract that the Bears eventually did, uh, which was a contract worth, I think, if I'm not mistaken, over $140 million over six years, a signing bonus of $34 million and $60 million guaranteed at signing, $90 million total guaranteed, the highest for a defensive player in the NFL at that point in time, I believe back, what, 2018? Yes. So the Raiders didn't want to spend that sort of money on him, and instead they would rather have taken the, the two first-round picks they got, a sixth-round pick and a third-round pick. That's what they wanted in exchange for his services, and they claimed that they couldn't afford Khalil Mack. Now, the irony to all of that is almost every single player that they signed to a deal – uh, that offseason or the following offseason, and they, and they made a comment about you know being able to because they didn't have Cleo Mack, um, all those guys are gone. So <laughs> it's the interesting thing is, is now they basically realized that they made a mistake, oh, probably should have signed Cleo Mack, maybe would have made their defense better, maybe they'd be in a different spot, and, and they're not in any different spot than they were before they traded him, defensively speaking, right? So it looks bad from the Raiders' standpoint from that, that point of view. Then you go to the Bears, and now you look at the Bears and you go, well, if you're Ryan Pace, you gave up all this draft capital. You signed this guy to a monster contract. You've paid him a bunch of money. And, yeah, look, he, he, like for the Raiders' standpoint, he's, got, he's still got a few years left on his deal, three or four years. But, you know, at this point, he's not the player he was, at least when you traded him. Yeah. And for the Bears, he hasn't been the, the player that you hoped he was going to be. It's just all the way around. It's confusing. It's kind of funny. But at the end of the day, maybe it tells you a little bit about where the Raiders are still at and the Bears are still at. Two organizations that haven't changed much since that trade. It's weird because he's a great player and it's it's done nothing. Like it's it's like it's a it's a major it was a blockbuster trade that was a huge deal a player in his prime a premier pass rusher like that in his prime getting dealt uh, and and getting that contract done and I, I remember having the talk with uh, Lincoln Kennedy uh, formerly of Fox Sports Radio but he does a lot of stuff with the Raiders and and he was telling me that look they thought they had a deal done. And then Aaron Donald signed his deal. And then right. Khalil Mack went back to the table and said, all right, so, so we want to we be higher than Aaron Donald. And now you look back and that's just crazy. But the Raiders you know, couldn't do it. They decided to move on from him. 
And, you know, it resulted in the drafting of Josh Jacobs. And, you know, Josh Jacobs has had a good start to his NFL career. Um, you know, Raider fans saved the he should have been rookie of the year. Uh, Kyler Murray won it. You can't miss time and then claim you're going to be rookie of the year. Doesn't work that way. But, like, it, it just it hasn't worked. It hasn't gone the way anybody thought it was going to on either side. It's just it's weird. He's a great player and it's done nothing. It's resulted in two playoff appearances. I don't think he has a sack in either one of those games in the playoffs for Chicago. It just hasn't worked out. Like, it just, well, it's weird, weird. The weird thing for the Raiders is it, it didn't work out necessarily for them as far as the, the money they saved, what they invested into, and then the draft picks. Um, maybe it's it's still you know yet to be seen. But also hasn't necessarily worked out for the Bears. I mean, no. Mac has not been the player no. that he was after that first year they traded for him, where he had 12 and a half sacks. Uh, didn't even play the entire season that year, but still was impactful. And their defense has been declining since. Yeah, uh, he was an All Pro that year. I mean, he's been a Pro Bowl caliber player, but even for you know starting 16 games, he's never gotten back to the double digit sacks or having that same type of impact in the passing game. Whether you're talking about quarterback hits, hurries, pressures, those sorts of things. So he. He's a really good player, but he's close to 30. He's not producing the same way he used to. It's a little bit surprising that the Raiders would even look and say, well, we're familiar with this guy. Now we want him back. I have no idea what that offer was, but you know, it's not like he's cheap you know, for the next four years. Yeah. I mean, this year he's relatively cheap, but he's got cap hits of $30 million, $28.5 million, $26 million the next three years starting in 2022. Uh, and he's still got significant dead cap hits. So e- even if you tried to cut him and make him a post-June 1 cut, if, if he doesn't pan out for a year or two, you're still going to be paying a different amount or have a different, decent amount on the books. Yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you have just paid him when he was in his prime because now you're saying that you're willing to pay him when he's not in his prime apparently anymore. It's just like right. the, whole, the, the whole thing is just b- bizarre. Look, I, I don't think John Gruden is necessarily on the hot seat. I, I, I don't believe that to be the case. But at some point. I mean, how long is this going to go before it's like, hey, uh, I mean, like, it, it, like we're bordering on not as drastic. But remember when Gus Bradley was in Jacksonville and he kept getting year after year after year. And it was like, dude, four one season, five one season. It's not that bad. But at some point, like you, you got to start to produce. And in that division, man, look, the, the Chargers think they've got a stud quarterback. If they can stay healthy for the first time in seemingly years, they could be, a, you know, a potential threat. I, we obviously know about Kansas City and then we mentioned Denver I mean we, we talked about you said it yesterday look they feel like they've got a defense that can win them a bunch of games Sertan has been a stud in the preseason they're loaded on that side of the ball it's why you believe Teddy Bridgewater is going to be named the starter like where, where are the Raiders in that division right now man I mean it seems like they're they, they could be the fourth best team in that division and I didn't think anybody saw that happening this far into Gruden's tenure no, and, and, and I think the one thing you go back to last season, you look at and you say, like, the Raiders went into Kansas City and beat Kansas City. They went yes. toe-to-toe with them. Yeah. And, and, and I, I keep saying this. Like, Derek Carr is probably one of the more underappreciated quarterbacks. Totally agree. Because he hasn't played with the defense. He hasn't had a great complement of wide receivers out around him. Probably not since Amari Cooper before he started a little bit of a decline, I, I, if you'll say, um, and then he got traded. And I know Waller's been fantastic, but that was a surprise. Like, they didn't know he was going to emerge the way he has. And so without a defense, 
really with much with you know not much out around him at the wide receiver spot. Maybe Ruggs will develop into that guy, and, and then there's Waller at tight end. He's done a lot, man. He's kept that team competitive, and I never really understand the disrespect. I never understand why, um, you know, that that people don't appreciate what he's been able to do in that division with what he's had in comparison to other situations out there. Uh, it's Outkick, the coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is FSR. Uh, coming up next, uh, we are going to hear from the legend himself. Uh, he is the great Petros Papadakis. Uh, Brady, every time he pops on on a Tuesday, we have no idea where this conversation is going to go. The old P, baby. I can't yeah, wait. Uh, completely off the rails, and it's yours next here on FSR. This, this is Outkick, the coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, and now we welcome in the man people have been sitting through this show for for two plus hours to hear. Uh, they want nothing more than Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst, who is joining us now here. It is a Tuesday tradition. Petros, what's happening? What's popping with you guys? Good morning. Yeah, there he is, the old P. What's up, brother? Everything's all right, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's so funny about that. I, it's just you know, I'm trying my best. It's early. I just I, I love the demeanor. That, that's what I love, you know. Thank you, Brady. Oh, I, I do. I, I miss you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to hopefully get out to L.A. and get a chance to see you, even though you're traveling. I'm, hopefully I'm not our, traveling, our, Brady. You'll be able to see me. Okay, all right. I'll be well, there well, every hopefully. night, all night, every night. <laughs> Fridays, Saturdays, Nevada, Petrus, Hawaii, Petrus, what, are, Oregon are you be, State. So you're Cal. not travel. You're not traveling at all for these games. So you're just going to be calling them from locally out here in LA. Yeah, I'm the nighttime guy. All right. Most all everybody right. else travels, but me. No. Listen. I drive to Fox at night. I have my COVID pass. And I call the late night game so all the executives can go to sleep. <laughs> I land the plane with my crew and we, oh, we handle our business. And I'm starting to get into my mode, you know, because I don't, let's be honest, you know, they don't send me to call Ohio State, Michigan. So I, I deal in, in the middling world of college football and have most of my career and very much enjoy it. But I start to get offended around this time of year, like when I read articles and people are like, you know, mediocre at best, Cal Berkeley. And I'm like, wait a minute, mediocre? Don't you know they got the transfer Luke Beckett back from Boston College to be the fifth or sixth guy on the defensive line? Don't you know what kind of depth that provides? Of course it was rough last year with COVID. You know, I, I start to get a little bit self-righteous. Uh, yeah. When in my research, uh, but it's a uh, it's a fun time of year. We're about uh, what six days out. UCLA is going to play Hawaii. We're going to have yeah. a, a few other games, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And and P, like I, I want to get to all of college football. I am curious to pick your brain though. Are you following Urban Meyer with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Have you been you know, kind of taking note of what's happening there in Jacksonville? Well, unlike you, Brady, I've had one conversation in my life, or maybe one on the air and one off the air with Urban Meyer. So two. Uh, on the air went fine. Off the air went maybe fine also, but less so than the on the air. <laughs> uh, he, him and I were not like, I never really got to know him. If there is a guy beyond the coach to get to know, I didn't get to know him. Like, I know Bob Stoops better from the seminar than I ever knew Urban Meyer. Uh, so uh, I, don't, I don't know him like uh, a lot of the people at our work, uh, so to speak, know him. But uh, I have been watching because it is intriguing. I have a general idea that he came into the NFL, much like most college coaches come into a new job, telling everybody that none of them knew what they were doing before, <laughs> before he showed up which is always a terrible feeling when you have a new coach. And I know he bucked a lot of NFL trends and kind of ruffled a lot of NFL feathers where they go about their business 
in a certain kind of way, and they always do, and they always have, and there's a reason for that. And Urban's going to zag a little bit while others zig, but I don't know. What am I missing, Brady? No, I'm just curious if you're watching this more as like, I don't know, maybe an experiment for, for lack of better terms. I, mean, I saw the if... left tackle get launched into the goalpost yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and Lawrence had to get rid of it. Right, so Minshew. so only because uh, I, I obviously you followed Urban as a coach. You've talked to him a number of times. You've seen Trevor Twice. Lawrence. And, and just are you are you looking at this thinking – yeah, I think he'll be able to make it work. Or are you watching early on and going, oh, this is, this is looking a little dicey? Well, I think football is football, and we have a tendency to overthink it. But I do think that he will probably, if everything finds its level, I think he'll probably be a lot more like an NFL coach in the NFL than a college coach in the NFL the longer he lasts, if you know what I mean. I think the NFL, just like you have explained to me in the past, Brady, there's a certain way they go about things in the NFL. It's very different from, from our world or my world in college. And I, I, I think that he'll probably, if he's going to succeed, he'll probably end up kind of being more pliable to that than the NFL game changing for him, if that makes any sense. No, it does. Uh, it does. He's uh, Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College football analyst, joining us here on Outkick the Coverage. I mean, Jonas, Jonas you want to know about Lovey, Lovey Smith? Now, I'll tell you about some about relationship. I mean, that's somebody I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Called about 100 some... Illinois games. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, you know, you got to ask me about like the middling teams. Urban okay. Meyer, like that's some that's some big noon, you know. That's All some right. Brady Quinn. That's some shrimp cocktail at and uh, brunch at, at, at eight a.m. <laughs> well, you know, let, I'm let, more okay. like watching Alex Faust eat a Jersey Mike's at eleven. <laughs> hey, now I love some, I love some Jersey Mike's. Okay, yeah, I we love have to go buy it ourselves. Mikes. Petros, let me, oh, let me ask you this then. Okay. What, <laughs> Because one of the coaches that recently made the jump, or not, not recently, but had success making the jump from college to the NFL was Pete Carroll. How far in advance before Pete Carroll made the jump to the NFL did you know he wasn't for long at USC? Right when he got there? <laughs> I mean, but he was at SC for almost 10 years, so that's yes. a long time. But he was constantly interviewing for other jobs. Whether it was clandestine or not, he was doing it. He wanted the char- He always wanted an NFL job on a coast, preferably Pacific, with control. He even flew down to Costa Rica and interviewed with Wayne Huizenga when he was alive. Duffin's job. He wanted the Chargers. He interviewed with the Spanoses. They were never going to give him control. Finally, he cultivated a relationship. I, I know this name means something to you. Tim Lywicky. The guy that used to own AEG and control Staples Center. Remember that uh, yeah. guy, Jonas? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. His brother uh, was the president of the Seahawks. So there was a time where it was like, oh, look, Pete Carroll over at Staples Center again. Pete Carroll at LA Live. Pete Carroll at an event. Where's his wife? You know, all that. And uh, you you kind of figured out that he was cultivating relationship with the Liewickies to get to the Seattle job. So he was constantly trying to get back to the NFL because he had a bug, a bug up his behind about it because the way things didn't work out in New, New England for him. Yep. And certainly he proved it. Uh, a guy that I thought was uh, like somebody I covered really closely too in my more mature days is, uh, was Matt Rule at Baylor. 
and I did a few of their games, and I was like, oh, this guy, this is this guy is this guy's not long for this job. He's getting a bigger job because he could just communicate and look in your eyes in a very straightforward way without being condescending and communicate with everybody, football players, equipment people, academics, everybody, because he had been a tight end coach. He had been a defensive line coach. He'd been a special teams coordinator. He, you know, he's, he was a universal football man with a great ability to communicate. And the NFL recognized that like a year into Baylor and they finally went and got him in Carolina. Uh, I never really got that vibe from Urban. <laughs> I mean, you know, Urban's more of a – he reminds me more of Mike Gundy, you know, a guy who's a king in his castle, a guy who's in a town where the biggest thing is this college sport and no one can say anything to him. And if you do, a bunch of people will show up and protest and say, Urban Meyer, if you remember that scene. Uh, by the way, I, you you got to tell the story. People, people from from who knows where they just show up and start chanting that. Is that what Remember you're saying? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Urban yeah. Meyer. Yes. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Even even in the men's bathroom, you you, you lean over yes. trying to say something to them, they just start chanting that. Literally, yeah, just walk in the bathroom, all start chanting. And, and you know that's part of something that I recognized is wrong with with our sport and probably society a long time ago. It's like football coaches, some of them are great and some of them do great work. A lot of them do great work with young people, particularly at the high school level. But they are football coaches. You know, these are people, these are PE majors. And many times we pump them up and and make them out to be the leaders of our society. And maybe we'd be better off if they were. I don't know what the way things are now. But Honestly, we've always put way too much into a good football coach. And I think it started with America's absolute love affair with Newt Rockney and the Notre Dame story. Yeah. Yeah, it really oh, now did. you're blaming Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh, here well, we, here no, we, I mean, I'm not call. blaming Notre Dame. Good call. Here we go, old P. It good became call. an American look. USC's part of that lore. Good I mean, call. that's how Notre Dame became bicoastal with that intersectional ri- rivalry. It's. I get it. Bi-coastal, huh? All right. All right. Well, look, not a lot of people pay attention on the West Coast to East Coast teams, except for now with all the quarterbacks who have left. But Notre Dame <laughs> has always been <laughs> Notre Dame has always been evident uh, to West Coast teams because of the Howard Jones, Newt Rockney relationship. All I'm saying is you turn on an old-timey radio station, you're going to hear a Newt Rockney story. Uh, there's a very famous movie about Newt Rockney. We had a tendency to make football coaches into something they were not. Uh, Petros Papadakis joining us I here did not know Newt Rockney personally. But, Jonas, that just goes to show <laughs> if you say anything about Newt Rockney, no, I'm surprised they won't fire Brian Kelly before he breaks the guy's record because they don't want anybody to break his record. I mean, that's like talking. You might as well talk about Jesus when you talk about Newt Rockney to Notre Dame people. Damn right. And listen, if you need any uh, info on Notre Dame, just come to me. Brady's not really familiar with the campus. No, so he's just come a to guy. Just I had a guy tell me the that it's, the it's supposed to be pronounced Canute one time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not starting that bandwagon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't know because, if this is a trick or what, but I, I don't. I think I'm just going to call him Newt Rockney like everyone else. Yeah, go through the rest of your life correcting everybody. Hey, <laughs> Petros, you can tell the story as we're 
we're talking about coaches who have jumped from NFL to college and vice versa. Tell this. I've heard you talk about this on the air on, on AM 570 LA Sports. Where the first time you called to get an interview with Jim Harbaugh when he was at San Diego. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't know Jim Harbaugh at all, you know. Uh, but I had had a cousin who'd had some issues and uh, he was, uh, you know, they wanted, he was leaving uh, town and got accepted into USD, the University of San Diego. Now, we're not talking about San Diego State. Uh, by the way, their new helmet is sweet. It uh, is cool. Yeah. But uh, University of San Diego, the Fighting Catholics. Uh, I think they're the Toreadors, actually. Sorry, Brady. No, no offense. Uh, <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> I had a cousin, my, my uncle called me and was like, hey, would you call Jim Harbaugh and see, you know, the, or would you call the head coach at USD and see if he would take, uh, you know, as like an equipment manager or something, uh, your cousin, uh, because, you know, he's going to be out of town for the first time. And I was like, okay. So, so I was like, who's the coach at USD? Okay, it's Jim Harbaugh. Like Jim Harbaugh, Captain Comeback, the guy with the, this was before all the stuff, before everything. And I just called 411. I got the USD. I was on the 110 driving. I got the USD football office. The phone <laughs> rang once. Football. And I said, hi, I'd like to leave a voice message for Coach Jim Harbaugh. Uh, it's regarding this is Coach Harbaugh. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, Coach, uh, this is Petros Papadak. Yeah, Petros, I know you. I was like, okay. <laughs> You know, it's funny because when he got the pro job, like, he, he, he would look through you. Like, sometimes you'd see Jim Harbaugh and he'd be really happy to see you. And sometimes you see him and he just gives you the 1,000-yard the stare from four yards. And you just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, it's like – it's really like Harvey Dent. I feel like flipping the two-headed coin. Uh, but he – I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget what he did for my cousin. He brought him in there. He – he met with him and, and took a dip and sat with him once every couple of weeks and asked him how school was going and stuff. I mean, he was a star. And I loved what he built at Stanford. I went up to his very first camp, and I didn't spend a night with the players. I stayed in a hotel, but I came out for practice uh, a couple days, and they were doing stuff you wouldn't do with a Pop Warner team, tackling drills, dangerous things. He had everybody wearing uh, – denim shirt like blue collar shirt with their name yeah. on a patch like, yeah. you know, and it's stanford you know yeah. some of these guys uh you know their first name is rothschild and they were and uh, they uh they really had a physical camp andrew luck was in the camp i think you know there's a red shirt he wouldn't let the guy take a snap he was taking all the snaps at quarterback, sweating like his balls and ass through those khakis. <laughs> and the whistle all flinging around, like going full go, like running quarterback movement plays. And I was like, this guy's insane. They're not going to win a game. And they beat USC when they were a 40-point underdog or something that year. And he had Toby Gerhardt, should have won the Heisman. All of those things came from that era, but seeing it on the ground floor was was frightening. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> hey, because Stanford's hey, not that type of place. Yeah. Um, I, just speaking of college football, and then you mentioned something earlier about 
you know, West Coast quarterbacks leaving, coming east. I, I did want to ask you quickly. We don't have a ton of time. JT Daniels, he, he's a guy that's viewed as maybe, you know, able to be up for the Heisman this year, knock off Alabama in the SEC. What went wrong at, at USC? Where, where did that go sideways for him? Well, uh, you met with him, uh, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I spent yeah. some time around him. I, I, if that's where you're going with this, then no, yes, I mean, I'll agree. Th- things were way ahead of him at USC. He was out of the – I hear you. He was out of the offense uh, in in a bad time, you know, air raid and all. Or T. Martin first <laughs> and then the air raid. He's earned the job at Georgia. They played a bunch of different people before him. He had to watch guys play. He fought through injury and earned the job and became a leader. And it's definitely a better offense. They run the ball. They max protect. And I'm happy for the kid. I mean, he still looks like a bad guy in an 80s movie. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that he went out and earned it. I really am. Yeah. There he is. Uh, The great uh, Petros Papadakis. Uh, Get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, Petros, we always appreciate it, man. Let's do it again next week. Thanks, Petros. You know how hard it is to wake up and do this. And now I'm in no man's land. (laughs) What do I do? Do I go back to bed? Do I go to yoga? You stay up. You go to yoga, man. Come on. We talked no, about this. No, yeah. no, I don't know. Go to yoga. I mean, I will. Uh, Just maybe not right now. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> there he is. Uh, the great Petros Papadakis. Uh, we appreciate it. We love you. Goodbye. Love you, too. There he is. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here uh, on Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, we are going to have some things in the world of sports and beyond. You hear that, Brady? And beyond that we have not had a chance to get to. It's yours in another edition of The Scraps next here on FSR. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we will be back on the air tomorrow. You are unbelievable. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to say what you just sent me. In our text chain. But I'll admit this. You got me. You got me good. You set me up. And uh, I am not going to (laughs) share anything about a ceiling fan. I'll just just say this. There is a gif gif that is out there in which uh, there's an object uh, attached to a ceiling fan. And, uh, you know. I uh, it was sent to me, and I thought, okay, well, I may as well pass it on, pass it on. It's like a game of telephone here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. listen, oh man, too. I probably should have waited <laughs> not until right up before we came on the air because then it just uh, derailed the start of the segment. But uh, we are going to be back tomorrow here, uh, six a.m. Eastern time, three o'clock Pacific. You, myself, and Lavar Arrington. Uh, we got to get into some college football week zero stuff. All right, and, and I don't know why I keep calling it week zero. It's it's disrespectful. It's insulting. Uh, I'm going to continue to just start calling it week one i'm going to consider it week one we've got real games these are real players these games are going to be played in front of fans and these games count brady quinn there's no damn preseason in college football you know what i mean so no there's not I, I think that was the one thing that you know i started as as a true freshman but didn't start that first game so going into my sophomore year you kind of start to realize like you, you better have your stuff together uh we got beat we went out to uh, provo utah brady papinga remembers this and he'll hate to hear this, but we were really focused that entire offseason on Michigan. Michigan <laughs> drummed us. Game day was there, my true freshman year. I didn't get to start, or I didn't get to play until like the fourth quarter, but we were losing 38 to nothing. And so, literally, 
every single thing we did from then moving forward was 38 reps of whatever. It, it could have been a 700-pound um, you know, uh, you know, leg press machine. And we'd be sitting in there like, how am I going to get you know, 38 reps of this? And then we'd start to shed the weights as we go. But the entire offseason was built on that. We got out there to Provo thinking we were ready for that 3-3-5 for that three, three, scheme. No chance. Had no idea what we were doing in protection, although we did win the following week. But that's what's scary about week zero. Those early games, uh, they a lot, of, a lot of times can dictate how the season's going to go. Well, let's uh, dictate how this show is going to end with a little something we do called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to Danny G, our executive producer, to find out what the hell we've missed. D? All right, Jonas's favorite, J.J. Watt, took the oh, field Jesus. yesterday for his first training camp practice with the Arizona Cardinals. Was his shirt on? Was his shirt on, uh, Reports are his shirt was on, but he was super bummed out that there were no fans in the stands, and he was looking around for cameras. Uh, he did make his training camp debut yesterday. It was closed to the public. He was only supposed to take part in individual drills, but those guidelines, uh, they went by the wayside as practice continued because he really got into it. Here's the quote. Watt said, Somebody just asked how I felt, and I was like, like a dog chasing a tennis ball. You're just like, wherever it bounces, you want to go get it, and you're so excited to be out there, and like, it doesn't matter if you're supposed to go where it bounces, you're just going for it, and that's what it felt like today. I mean... Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. By the way, I like how Danny read that verbatim and had to include the likes, you know, extra emphasis on the likes uh, just to let everybody know that uh, that's how J.J. Watt really sounds. I Look, a great player, uh, but man, oh, man, he loves him himself. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know if anybody loves themselves kind more. Kind of like, like Jonas maybe, Knox. Yeah, I'll kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, Roberto, like, like come maybe, on now. Like, may, maybe people should lo- actually love themselves as much as J.J. Watt loves himself. You know, you yeah, don't have as many people that, there that, that's good know, advice he's an adonis he's a good looking dude he's extremely successful he's helped a lot of people i mean he he can love himself I, I think more people should love him and plus he's got a fan base that loves that like yeah. the people who are diehard jj watt fans love when he says this these sorts of things and goes out there and is pushing a sledge shirtless or with just a t-shirt yeah. on no pants <laughs> they, they love that sort of thing so yeah. All right. Did I mess that up? The order? Pants and shirt? How do I say that? That's all right. Listen, you know, porky pig in it. Who cares? (laughs) And finally, this guy has been on the scraps before. You might remember David Rush, who has broken more than 200 Guinness records to promote STEM education. Well, he took to a track in Boise, and he broke this uh, record that (laughs) you're going to like this. Balancing a baseball bat on his chin, he walked more than two miles. That's right. He walked around the track for about 42 minutes, achieving a total of 2.236 miles. That was enough to beat the record that was 1.86 set by Guinness. Rush said he managed to navigate the track with a bat on his chin by having his wife, Jennifer, shout out instructions when he wandered out of his lane i'm not saying it i'm not doing it don't even get me saying roberto don't do it roberto stay out of this don't how even does, i'm not how does this draw attention to, to science technology engineering even, and mathematics like how, I, I, how does I'm that not, help any of that i don't want to talk about this anymore i don't want to do it because i just know exactly well where it's this a good thing go. we're out of time Ten. i just I mean, uh where do you want to go with this what, what are you talking I, about just saying you know some people might be better at that than others. I'm just saying. Like, you know, it feels like, you know. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 